Radio Bypass, bringing you rock and roll music that deserves to be heard. Discover new bands. Hear some old favorites on Radio Bypass. Radio Bypass is all about playing rock and roll music that deserves to be heard and then chatting with the musicians making that great music every now and again. And today we're really excited to be talking with two members of the band Wings of Steel. Hopefully you've been checking them out on our weekly music show. Uh, Really great stuff. So please welcome Peter Halleb and Leo Unamark. Hopefully I'm pronouncing correctly uh, from the band Wings of Steel. How you doing, guys? Hey, man, it's great. It's great. How you doing? Good to be here. Good, good. Glad to have you here. Great to meet you guys. And um, I really appreciate you taking some time out to tell us about Wings of Steel. Um, I can't remember exactly how I became aware of the EP in 2022. I think I might have read a little blurb, maybe on Blabbermouth or something. I can't remember exactly how I first learned of Wings of Steel. But I, I do remember going to iTunes to to check it out. And I listened to the little uh, previews. And I was like, oh, man, I got to download this whole thing. And I did. And I loved it. And I had read a little bit that I could find on you guys. I didn't find a lot of information at the time. But I know you two guys uh, met studying music or something and, and, and started creating together, which I thought was cool. And that I wasn't sure, having read just that little blurb, is this going to be an ongoing thing, a, a band? What's going to happen? Will there be more music? And I was hoping there would. And now you guys have a brand new full-length album. So tell us about Wings of Steel. How did you guys come together? What is the actual story? How did you guys connect? Well, the journey started back in 2019 when me and Parker Halleb met. Uh, or or Peter, as I wrote down before. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. Um, yeah, and we, we met studying music in LA, like you said. Um, and, uh, you know, we got together, started hanging out, uh, talking about our favorite bands, listening to music, just having a good time together. And uh, we decided we were going to try, you know, and just sit down and just jam and write some tracks and uh, just so happened that Parker was looking to move into Hollywood. He was out here in Thousand Oaks at the time um, and we were looking for a new roommate, me and my one friend. Uh, so he moved in and uh, we started writing. We, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how we, we got started. Yeah. I mean, we, so that was, that was 2019 and then uh, 2020 rolled around and everybody's kind of stuck inside. So we basically just took that time to uh to go and we just wrote a, a lot of music and we you know refined our sound and then um yeah by by the time 2022 rolled around we're like okay let's uh let's release these songs and then we had the uh we had the EP and then that you know we kind of built up from there and now we have the uh the album Gates of Twilight so mm-hmm. that's awesome i'm so i'm so glad you guys connected that way and obviously had a good connection because the songs are great um and it sounds like you guys probably had a lot in common musically um to to do that and i like that i see docking and deal on your uh, guys' shirts <laughs> but um but that's great so it, it seemed to go real well then when you guys met you connected right away started writing um Obviously, this 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 album, the EP was just a few songs. This is a full length thing, Wings of Steel. Um, was it easy? I mean, did these did did, did did this take much time to get these songs together? And and was it only the two of you the whole time, or did you bring in other people? 
Yeah, so this whole um that whole Gates of Twilight album was basically written in 10 weeks and recorded. Written and recorded pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um so basically like he Leo is from Sweden and he can only be here in the US for 90 days at a time because we don't have any kind of other visa. So he basically okay. comes here as a as a tourist visa. Um and then we we write the the music. So we went and we wrote Get to Twilight back in the the summer of last year, and it pretty much worked out to about a song a week. Um, that's how we kind of all uh, that's how it all came together. And I mean, I will I will also note like just being a musician, you're kind of always uh, you're constantly coming up with like little ideas and riffs and melodies and stuff. So absolutely. Um, on one hand, like the album that that kind of just constant, uh, you know, backlog of little ideas we had, like it helps to uh, to kind of keep moving things along and uh, keep having ideas to work with. But mm-hmm. I mean, the other, you know, it's it's wings of steel when me and Leo sit down and it's like, OK, I got an idea. We start with that. And then the rest of the song is just like on the spot. It just kind of comes out as it is. And it's always such an easy going process when we mm-hmm. uh, sit down and we start writing, because like Parker said, we'll have voice memos and ideas just spinning around and um they're all based in different kinds of moods too so depending on how we're feeling for the day do we feel something slow and like heavy or do we want something that's really like fast or and we can pick and choose a little bit and it's um, it's always very fun and sometimes you do both in one song you know there's no there's no rules we do not like rules when it comes to that mm-hmm. <laughs> well i kind of gathered that because as i was saying to you guys before we started when I listened, especially to the album, and I noticed it a little bit on the EP too, but more on the album, you guys really do take a lot of style of hard rock and metal and kind of bring it all into to, to the song, some, some within one song, and then certainly across the uh, course of the album. Um, and man, Leo, you sing way up there. <laughs> you sing way up there. Um, and I hear I hear so much Jeff Tate in your vocals. Um, so obviously I'm sure he was an influence, but who else influenced you as a singer? Um, it, it's, it's interesting. You know, I get a lot of, um, a lot of comparisons to Jeff Tate and, um, we get a Crimson Glory TNT Crimson Glory. and, uh, and it, it's funny cause I totally get it because I think what we have in common, like, uh, me and vocalists such as that is that we use a similar, um, a similar kind of vocal technique and we have clean voices to begin with when we sing. So that's kind of what how how it comes out because I have inspirations and influences that are far more impactful than any of these guys have actually. And uh, though I do I do like Queensrÿche, I think they're an absolute amazing band. I think for me, artists such as you know Paul Rogers and uh, David Coverdale and um, uh, you know Dio, obviously, and, right. and those guys have had such a profoundly huge impact on me and uh, so you know i think it's kind of funny how um how it, it can sound one way and there's actually like another thing to it and uh, yeah but in all great comparisons great artists you know all of them for sure but it's interesting rogers and dio and um because those are and david coverdale a little more gritty type vocal right and right right the lower so i'm surprised your singing doesn't sound a little more like that then yeah i mean that that, that said too because we, we do have aspects of it and um before wings of steel you know I've, I've been in more bands and done different types of you know things um it's just fun to be able to utilize your full 
range. And uh, so you can write higher stuff. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Bruce Dickinson, Rob Halford, those guys too. And mm -hmm. uh, it's fun to be able to take bits and pieces from everything and match it together. And that's why we get so many different types of um, aspects in our hard rock heavy metal is because there's so much to take from there's so much beauty out there in these uh, genres and it would be so limiting to only try and do one thing you know i think mm -hmm. that was a just to kind of add to that like a cool thing that we were able to do with this album because we have more tracks um is, is you know you have like a song like uh like garden of eden or slave of sorrows and you get to like use those lower registers in your voice um whereas like you can't really do that on a song like wings of steel where it's all just up there the entire time um but different types you know, of tracks it's not and it's you know it's not just the vocals it goes across you know every instrument in the band and every you know the the songs itself there's a lot of different like styles and there's a lot of different ranges and um you know we're kind of just getting started with a lot of this stuff so it's it's cool and but, it's great too in you know, like a, a live aspect you know because when you play live you have a couple of songs that are really high energy and like way up there and stuff like that and you'll have some that are still like powerful but kind of using different parts of your instrument and yeah so, mm -hmm. yeah and, and there's even hints of progressive rock progressive metal in your music as well mm -hmm. um that's why i was telling you guys it's just so interesting to me what you guys are doing and then, so, so those are great influences on you vocally. What about you for guitar, Parker? Um, I mean, it's a, it is a thing where it, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of guys that, you know, I've listened to and it's, it's a, a point I like to make when I get asked this is like, I think there's a distinction to be made between an influence and an inspiration. So a guy like, um, uh i'd say a guy like jimmy page right and he's a really common one for a lot of guitar players he, he was very inspiring to watch i don't um i mean there's a little bit but i don't like take a lot of like things directly from his plane mm -hmm. uh, but like just his whole approach and his style and his uh his vibe and everything like that was very inspiring to me um but uh you know some like notable ones i really like is uh we like Michael Shanker, John Norum, John Sykes, uh, Neil Sean, George Lynch, uh, Rowan Robertson. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot. <laughs> that's a, yeah. that's a those, are, those are all good choices. Well, don't forget yeah. Gary Moore, though. You got Gary Moore, yeah. <laughs> you guys are such young guys. How did you, all of your influences are guys that were, pounding away and were new when I was a young guy. How did you guys come to discover both the guitar people you mentioned and the vocalists you mentioned? How, what, did, what brought young people like you to that music? Uh, so I'll have, to, I'll have to blame that one on my parents, you know, on my upbringing. Um, I remember when I, when I was just like three, four years old, I remember sitting on my dad's shoulders and he was jumping around and like these blues records would be playing Jan Mayle and the Blues Breakers, B.B. King, um, all this stuff, which had a big impact on me as I'm coming up to my teens because I'm raised on this blues kind of stuff. And then guys like Paul Rogers is just like the transition point into like uh, the hard rock aspect with Free and uh, Bad Company. Um, so it, it kind of just transitioning really well. We all know that, you know, heavy metal, hard rock it stems from the blues. Um, right. so having those transitional artists like Led Zeppelin and Paul Rogers and... Um, it really helped me that way. And, um, and then obviously you go on and you explore more stuff as, uh, 
as you discover your own kind of identity and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I wasn't a, I wasn't quite as a, as fortunate with having parents with such great musical tastes. I kind of, um, uh, I mean, I you know, growing up, you get little bits of pieces like you know, your parents listen to the radio and you hear all like the big you know hits and stuff like that. Um, but for me, when I was when I was eight years old, I just uh, I discovered the song "Separate Ways" by Journey. And then, um, you know, from there, I'd, like, I, I got really into that. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I discovered, like, Metallica and Iron Maiden. And I kind of, like, just just very, like, gradually started to, like, discover these bands. And it kind of just grew and took off from there. But it was definitely, it was definitely interesting because I, like, you know, my parents weren't really, I mean, they, they you know, they know a little bit, but they they didn't really fuel a lot of, they didn't, they weren't like, hey, check out this record, you know? Right. Um, and I didn't really have any friends growing up out here uh, who were into that stuff. They're all listening to what, you know, people our age listen to. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that, that's why I'm always intrigued by that because, but yeah, you know, it's not, but it was, guys aren't doing Taylor Swift music, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it was, it just kind of just blossomed out of that. And, you know, living in the day and age of, you know, the internet, you can go and you go on YouTube and you find this one band and then you see, you know, it shows you another, they're like, Oh, what's this? And you're like, Oh shit. You know, this is really cool. So, um, so yeah, it kind of just blossomed from there. And, and I feel like both me and Parker, we're not done exploring all this stuff yet. And that, mm -hmm. I think that's also part of why it sounds the way it does on the albums. Um, mm -hmm. Because there's still stuff I want to you know you know do and stuff that Parker wants to incorporate and mm -hmm. you can't fit everything onto one record but what, what what you want to have is you want to develop a sound that is uniquely you so that no matter what type of song it is it still wings of steel and it's very obvious that it still wings of steel going on right uh, I, mean, I, I will say to that too like that is kind of the the never-ending journey of of both being a fan of music and being a musician is you're always uh, you're always finding new uh, inspirations and you're always finding new stuff that's that's sparking your creativity and that's uh that's kind of the beauty of it too mm -hmm. definitely yeah i agree and i agree with what you said about you know making it your own too because all this music we're talking about it was so cool back in the day because you instantly like within a second you know certain vo certain vocalists certain guitar players you knew right away every time it could be a brand new song but you're like oh that's michael shanker's guitar you know it's right, right. his sound mm -hmm. uh, or that's paul rogers vocal you know no matter who he was with if it was playing with jimmy page in the firm or oh yeah greater yeah. bad company oh, yeah. you always know it's him and, and and i do think some some of today's music is bringing back the hard rock and heavy metal and all that i think some of the musicians are missing that point. I, I do hear a lot that um, they're, they're really, 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 really proficient players and they're really good at making a great sounding song, but it doesn't have their personality in it. It's got your influences personality in it only. So down the road, you're not going to necessarily pick out immediately, oh, that's a Wings of Steel song because it doesn't have its own unique sound to it so i think you're right on the money that that's an important factor as you as you guys continue this journey together which it sounds like with the success you've had already as far as i'm concerned with these the cp and this album i think you guys will be making a lot of great music for a long time to come i hope anyway thank you um, yeah we want to <laughs> now let's talk a little bit about we, uh, the the new record um because i i'm also curious did you guys did you guys record this in a together i mean this wasn't done 
via Zoom or something. This was done in a studio together. Mm-hmm. Because it's got a, and, and, and did you guys produce this yourselves, the two of you, or, or what? Because it's got a really, really well-produced sound to it that I also find lacking in some of today's recordings. This has a really, really full sound to it and a good sound. Um, did, did you guys do all this yourselves? I guess it depends on how you look at production, because mm-hmm. in terms of production, we were actually the, the people who came up with all the parts and put all the production into it. We do work uh, with a, a mastering, mixing, mixing mastering engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Damien Renaud. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, Who's great guy to work with. Mm-hmm. He works with, you know, Dragon Force, uh, Fear Factory, Angra, uh, those bands. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we're able to tell them what we're going for go back and forth and we're able to get that sound that we also think has that kind of hard to touch upon kind of thing. It's that's, very hard to express that kind of essence. thing. Yeah. That we want mm-hmm. to have bring mm-hmm. forth in our sound, um, which usually only get in a live setting in a stadium, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, we, we made everything together uh, mm-hmm. from out here in thousand Oaks with a new album that is, and it's recorded down in, um, our uh, studio that used to be a bomb shelter actually that we converted into a studio yeah. uh, it's already got built-in soundproofing then right everything except for the um the the drums because our space isn't big enough to record a drum set so right. we went to um we went to a local studio out here and we got those done but yeah all the vocals and guitars and bass and everything it was all done uh here on our own so it was a pretty uh um, nothing too crazy it's not like we were going to this one studio to do this one thing and it's like no we just did everything we could here did the rest at a studio and then you know uh, got it mixed and that was it um, good well kudos to all you guys too because too many of today's tracks are just so compressed to make them louder you know and and it just it kills the, some of the, the the tonal qualities of the music it, to my ears yeah. maybe not everybody would agree with me but when I heard this, I was so pleasantly surprised that it's a modern day production, but it doesn't have that. Let's just make the wave file one big fat thing and compress the hell out of it. it th- this has the nuances that I appreciate in music and that all music used to be recorded like. And now today, not so much. Mm-hmm. So I was curious if you guys were responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's talk a little bit about the song. So um the, the, the two that intrigued me the most out of the gate, and like I told you guys, I'm still digesting this record and we'll be playing it on our weekly music shows for till we run out of songs, till we've played them all. But um, early on, She Cries was was one that caught my attention a lot. And then um, Leather and Lace was the other one that caught my attention early on. And then after that, probably Garden of Eden. So, but let's talk about She Cries. What what inspired that song? Um, so, in in terms of the lyrics for the song, it's a, it's kind of like a darker song in a sense that it's about um, um, domestic violence, you know, in a relationship, and um, you, you, it's about this girl who's who's in that kind of thing, and um, kind of her journey through that to the other side of it. And um, so, yeah, just you know, knowing that you can listen to the lyrics and you'll, you'll kind of, you know, get the story behind it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where that, where that came from. And, um, the lyrics were written after, uh, the song. Yeah. Uh, after the music. Yeah. I mean, the, the music is kind of, um, it's kind of like a, it's like a 
part. Like we wanted to like slow something down and have something cleaner because we were talking about earlier, like getting to use different dynamics and use different registers and his voice and everything. Um, and it's kind of cool, just another atmosphere to, you know, have the sound in. So we did that and then it uh, it kind of just morphed into this this big, like fast, really heavy thing in the middle of it, which is a lot of fun. And then it kind of comes back down. But right. it's yeah. great because when you get a track like that, that has all these dynamics in it, it's very fun to to write uh, lyrics on top of it because mm-hmm. you can you build your story based on that. That's why I fuck with this guy so much, you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. And then what about what about leather and lace? What were you guys thinking there? So that's kind of uh, um, not quite opposite, but it's definitely it's just very right to the point. You know, we uh, you know, as we talked about earlier, too, like we love blues, you know, and we have a heavy blues influence. And that was uh, that was us just taking it, um, you know, and then running with it. So, yeah, you um, know, listen to like the 70s rock and stuff like that. And even the 80s bands such as, uh, you know, Great White, that's like um, it's part of like the hair band era, but definitely on the bluesy side. Um, And all these things that they kind of come out, you know, and in terms of like uh, lyrical content for, for, for that thing, it's like that one and the song Wings of Steel from the EP are pretty like straightforward songs in terms of that they're doing something that's quite expected. You know, you got the Wings of Steel is kind of a new wave of British heavy metal type tune. And then Leather and Lace is a pretty um, uh, straight on like 80s blues metal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's one of those things where we like to write with as little or as much depth as we you know uh, we choose to, and uh, you know that's uh, sometimes it's fun to just do something straight and just get right to yeah. it, and and that's it, you know. Yeah, I feel like we, we write these songs that it's, it's kind of hard to put them in a very mm-hmm. easy to define pocket, and then sometimes you go. But what if we did like one of these songs? I wonder how that would sound like with mm-hmm. you know with your guitar playing, my voice, and let's try one of those things and that ended up being you know leather and lace mm-hmm. and that's probably the song we wrote the the quickest too we that wrote, was a very quick one we wrote yeah. and recorded that one in like two, two, days. two days yeah, yeah. really that is quick <laughs> and the first song i get it i'll just ask you about one more song from from it um this was the first one i played on the show because at that moment that was the one i liked the best cry of the damned what about that tune well, this is a little interesting backstory. So I was, um, we were hanging out and like, he, he was like in the bathroom or taking a shower or doing something. I'm just sitting in the room, you know, playing guitar. And he's like, he just runs. He's like, dude, dude, dude. And he's like, here, like sing this uh, or play this like melody thing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So we had got like that little like thing in the intro. And I was like, all right. And then, you know, from there, the whole, the rest of the song kind of built out, but um yeah, I mean it's it's a fun track. It's got a good like powerful uh it's got a good chorus and a you know fun solo section. I think it's very like uh up it's very driving. And mm-hmm. um it's got a the chorus that's kind of easy to catch on. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's fun how some songs come to be like that, whether it's just a melody that comes to your hand or a rhythm or something. Sometimes I'll hear Parker sit here play guitar, I'll be in the kitchen or something, and I'll I'll hear just this little thing and I'll come running, you know. <laughs> I'll be like, dude, go back and play what you just played, you know, and phone goes up, yeah, start humming and shit. And next thing you know, I got Wings of Steel third release out, you know. But- <laughs> Excellent. Unless you get one of those, I don't know what I just did. I was just noodling around. That happens too. A lot of work has gone lost that way. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's that's excellent. Yeah, and then from the EP, um, I, th- I think I, I I liked all of it, but I think Stormchild was probably my favorite from that one. So tell us a little bit about that song. So that song is actually it's a very special yeah. song in the the history of this band because we we actually wrote that song back in like March of 2020. That's a right uh, when COVID was really becoming known. Huh? Pretty, like right right when it kicked off. Um, but yeah, because. Uh, I mean, we had written several other songs together up until that point, but I think, like, after we wrote that song, that was when we're like, oh, we're like, we've stumbled upon something much grander than we expected to. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's the, uh, you know, it's the riff and it's the heaviness combined with the, like, the open chorus, and I got to do, like, a cool little acoustic guitar solo on there, and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great it's a great track i think it really um it it encaptures a lot of the essence of what we do i think it was probably the first song where it had something where it felt like you were kind of being taken on a journey because you know even even though we're the ones writing it we would never put something out that we're not like digging ourselves mm-hmm. you know and the right. big part of what makes this thing what it is is the fact that at least to us when we listen to it it kind of feels like it's taking you on a journey so you mentioned you have the little acoustic thing in there mm-hmm. and it kind of kind of makes me feel like oh like deserty and stuff like that and then it kind of moves on to the next thing and then mm-hmm. the ending is just this wow it's yeah. i mean it's and it's not to like you know we have i mean we wrote other stuff before that that you know we we like too but i think when it was just like something like switched after like we entered like a new phase or something it was it was uh, mm-hmm. when we wrote that song, so I think it works out really cool that that's the uh, that's the first song on the uh, we the hair on our chest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you, it, it, you guys are pretty accomplished already for such young guys. The synergy you two have must really be special to to be able to create all this. Sounds like you guys are really in in a good pocket together. Um, but now, when you bring in, I know you said you did have a, uh, somebody else playing the drums. Did you handle bass? Uh, yes. based on these tracks too yes okay. and then you brought in a drummer did you guys have to chart this all out or or what did you do with that so what we do actually is when we um we we basically just write and demo the whole and record everything all in just one kind of gradual process so we'll sit here and we'll write out the song and then get like a structure and then we'll record some guitars and bass vocals whatever um and then what we do is we actually um there's software where you can write out like the the drum part and you can mm-hmm. program it so you have like a reference drum track in the demo. So we basically write out the drum parts and then we have the drummer come in and record those. Um, and I mean, they're not like, they're, you know, there's like little, there's tiny little nuances and there's stuff that a real drummer does that you can't, like it's too tedious to try to right in there but we get all the you know this part you're doing this kind of groove you're doing this this fill here um you know we're pretty uh we're pretty exact in what we we want in the music that's an amazing amount of thought you put into it without having you know you you know, i'm so used to the old way you know you have the drummer maybe throwing some ideas in you're playing a riff but you come up with a vocal part Oh, what? Maybe maybe this would sound good with, you know, I'm working it all together that way. You guys are envisioning the whole thing start to finish um, is, is pretty cool. Um, so given that, given that you are the bassist and the guitarist on the recordings, um, do you have somebody? I mean, is there any live shows for you guys? I mean, 
Are you able to get out there and play? Do you have people to play with? Yeah. So our, um, you know, we have a full band when we play live and that, uh, that lineup is Mr. Mike Mayhem on the drums, who is the guy on both the, um, the releases. Then we have Mr. Stefan Jean Bailey on the rhythm guitar. And then we have Mr. Johnny Shankle on the bass. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so that's, that's live band. Yes. Yes. Got it. And are there any dates coming up? You guys going out to do anything to support the record? Yeah, so we, we did one um, at the, the the Viper Room in Hollywood not too long ago, and we got one more coming up now, which is going to be on July fifth. It's a headline show at the Whiskey A Go Go. Um, okay. So we're gonna do that. Yeah, we're gonna do that one, and um, that's probably gonna be it for this year in terms of um, shows. And then next year we're heading over to Germany to uh, play the Keep It True Festival, um, and we're looking to book more uh, more shows around that one. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. I'm not sure I can make that July 5th date, though. I wish you guys were doing a little bit more this year. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, we, do, we too. do as well. We do yeah. too. <laughs> this record deserves the support, too. It's such an excellent album. Um, and speaking of that, where can people get the record? So the record is available. Well, first, digitally, it's on every single platform imaginable: the Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Amazon, these are wherever you're listening. Um, and then the physical copy is available directly through us on our Bandcamp page. So that's bandcamp.com slash Wings of Steel. Um, and, uh, Where you will also find some merch and some cool, uh, cool package deals and stuff. Yes. I'll be looking. I'll be looking. All right. Well, that's good. All right. So live July 5th, Whiskey A Go Go, legendary in good old West Hollywood. And then uh, wh- what was the, the date in Germany, did you say? So that's the uh, Keep It True Festival in Germany. It's in April. April. I'm not entirely sure. I forget the exact date right that it is on. That's a long ways away, that one. Huh? Yeah, it's a, it's a little ways out. Mm. Um, so that's April 2024. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. All right, guys. Uh, is there anything else that we should talk about? Is there anything else we should know about Wings of Steel that we didn't cover? I guess on the on the note of the CDs too, uh, since you have listeners in in Europe and around the world, um, and it can, well, yeah, international you know, shipping is a good question. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> that, that can get yes. quite expensive, and we we know about this. So we have uh, set up some. Um, we we do wholesale to a few retailers in Europe. Uh, we wholesale to uh, Underground Power Records in Germany, to um, which is brew in Germany, which is brew in Germany, Steel Fortress in uh, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And then for Japan, we have uh, SA Music, uh, Rock Stack Records and Rock Avenue Records. So wherever you are in the world, um, uh, you may be able to find our CDs available through any of these outlets. Um, mm-hmm. Excellent. Glad you mentioned. That. I always forget about the international shipping thing. Yeah, 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 it's it's it's, it's a, lot. a lot to handle. Um, and then uh, we have a music video coming out pretty pretty shortly here. We're, we're not going to go ahead and say for which song yet, but it should be coming out at the end of this month or early next month. It will be for a song off of the new album. It will, yes. Yes, as it should be, as it yes. should. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, that's great. Okay, uh, anything else that we missed? Uh, you guys are on social media, right? Mm-hmm. We're on uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Those are the uh, two big ones. We have uh, we have like three followers on our TikTok. That's great. Oh uh, yes, you know, and, we're on uh, TikTok as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, I've not no. gotten into the Tic Tac thing, so I, I won't be following. Nah, we we, we haven't really either. So <laughs> I forget how to log in. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, other than that, as always, you know, thank you guys so much. If you've heard about us before, you listen mm-hmm. to our music. Uh, really appreciate all the support, and we look forward to getting the opportunity to meet you um, in a venue near you as soon as made possibly possible logistically. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I will say, you know, check out the new album, Gaze of Twilight. And if you haven't already, the uh, the debut EP, Wings of Steel. Uh, let us know what you think of these tracks. You know, we love to hear what you know, we have. Some people saying, you know, Liar Love is her favorite. She Cries is her favorite. Into the Sun. It's like, it's so cool for us to hear, like, the different, what people think of the different songs. And, and yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, but, yeah, crank it up. Tell your friends, wins a steal, man. <laughs> and I and I second everything that he just said. You got to check this band out if you haven't really paid much attention to them yet. You need to. Um, again, rock and roll music that deserves to be heard is what uh, I, I like to say. And you guys definitely are making music that deserves to be heard. So yes, please, everybody check out Wings of Steel. Um, so at the end of this, uh, as we're wrapping up here, I would like to add a song to the end of this interview. And since I've already picked out a couple that I've played, I thought I'd let you guys pick one out. So from Gates of Twilight, what would you guys want me to add to the end of this? Hmm. I, mm, I feel like I would like to throw in a song that we're not currently doing in our live set, you know, and that's not like the first three songs, four songs on the album. My vote would be for Lady of the Lost. I think, I think Lady of the Lost is a good choice. I would also throw in Into the Sun. Last Did you do both. You do oh, both. Oh, great. Uh, great. Just write down your choices here. So Lady of the Lost and Into the Sun, you said? Yes. Okay. All right, everybody. So we're going to wrap this this chat up right now. Um, and I want to thank you guys for coming on and telling us about your band. I'm really excited. I've been, I, from the moment I found you last year, I've been in love with with what I've been hearing and and enjoy listening to it in my car because, you know, I just, I just, I like, I like hearing it. So really glad that we're able to connect because I was trying to figure out how I could reach out to you even last year um to learn more about the band so i'm really glad we were able to connect and get together so thank you for that and everybody stick around now uh we'll go in order of of how we just said the song so coming up right now from wings of steel brand new record gates of twilight we're going to start out with lady of the lost and then right after that you'll hear into the sun thanks again guys thanks for having us thanks man
Yeah! 